everyone. I'm Emma Buggy, an artist and teacher of compassionate communication and active listening. I've created this podcast series for you as a way to introduce you to some of the methods that I hold dear to my heart and also to share some skills and activities that may be helpful for you in order to invite compassion, understanding, honesty and harmony into your lives and your relationships both with yourselves and with the people that you love and you spend your time with. You can find out more information about my work and compassionate communication, which by the way is also known as nonviolent communication or NVC for short, via my website at www.empathart.com. All references mentioned in this programme will be included in the show notes and you can also find links for activity aids such as feelings and need lists which you can download and use in the activities that we will do together and when practising at home. So I have my wonderful friend Paulina with me here today and she is a person who helps organisations to understand and follow human needs through research and service design. She's been looking into the method of nonviolent communication for the past five years and mm-hmm. it's really in the last two years that she's been studying it quite intensively. So that's quite mm-hmm. similar to me actually. Mm-hmm. Paulina! Do you want me to call I, you Pau or Paulina? On here? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I go by both. <laughs> Brilliant. So, Pau, my dear, do you want to tell us, like, what's your story with NVC? What was the the reason that you got into learning this method? What, what inspired you? How did you start? Well, what really caught me uh, the first time around is I did a, um, I mean, I was always interested because I was always um, kind of bought into the idea that um, blame just isn't such a great uh, dynamic. Uh, and so owning my own emotions seemed always like a, both safer for me and a safer for others way of being in the world. But the thing that really caught my eye was about two years ago, I did a workshop with uh, Yoram, our teacher, and um, and it was a workshop in connecting and conflict. And at the time, I was, I guess, kind of dating this guy. And I mean, my goodness, except for my father, I think I never, ever fought with another human being that much. And after coming from coming out from that workshop, it was really the first time that we were able to um, to somehow hear each other. And, you know, the workshops, uh, sorry, the relationship still um, <laughs> uh, burned down uh, because of that fire. But um, it, uh, it certainly gave me like a, wow, like maybe conflict actually can be something that is beautiful and something that I don't run away from from and something that helps me to get to connect more rather than to um, leave pain um, in my life and also like the thing that that I so appreciated in that workshop is that you know very often when getting into an area of study I find that there's like different interpretations and there's a lot of complexity and my mind goes like oh it's kind of just 
confusing and I'm trying to hold the essence. And in that workshop, it, I just really got like the simplicity of it. Like mm -hmm. it's just, it's just empathy. It's just listening and just being honest and just connecting with oneself. Like those are the, the basic kind of things that I took away. And I was like, okay, I can run with that. Mm -hmm. So I did. <laughs> so it was this simplicity of just listening, like really calming down to that place of like being present yeah. with what's happening within me, what's happening within you that really attracted you. Yeah. 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 And really seeing the payoff, really, like just the payoff and also seeing the, you know, like the inner gymnastics of being with intensity. When something intense is happening in my life, to not shrink back, to actually become curious and to to find a way to stay in a state of like presence and listening and lean into it slightly, uh, at least, uh, rather than run away or um, or you know become uncomfortable and get into all kinds of automatic behavior. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's a really important part as well. Because um, I remember that when I first started learning NVC, mm. nonviolent communication, I went through stages where I was thinking like, oh, I need to stay away from conflict or conflict mm. is bad, <laughs> which is yeah. so hilarious because, you know, one of the foundations of NVC is that we try to get away from this idea of good and bad, right or wrong. But yeah. Somehow within me, I had this idea that conflict is bad. And so I need to do anything I can to put out the fire or not mm -hmm. express my inner fire. But it's become it's been such a relief to actually learn that, like, no, I can lean into it and mm -hmm. see the deliciousness and the beauty that that's behind all of that. <laughs> and through expressing it authentically, it's not about... Um, shutting up those what we call in NVC jackal voices so judgments and analysis it's not about shutting up those voices it's about how can I hear the real beauty that's behind what those voices are saying to me yeah and for me like what you're what you're saying in a way was really another huge moment of um inspiration and almost like buy-in I would say to NVC because for me um I mean, I did many years of, you know, playing with meditation, playing with whatever things. And um, and for me to understand that those inner voices, I need to listen to them just as much as I'm trying to listen to what other people are telling me. And this idea that progressively, if I can welcome these like kind of sometimes twisted ways of speaking to myself, um, that progressively maybe I can make more friends uh, with more parts of myself and that progressively maybe my brain will be slightly different mm. uh, that, you know, like I can see the habits are different now. Like I can see that um, even I did this experiment yesterday where after literally like years, I started to go back into meditation and I noticed that, um, that instead of like just, um, you know, letting the thoughts go, I started to actually get into like, what are the, what are the feelings and what are the needs and kind of just giving myself empathy uh, in that space and just, um, yeah, harvesting that. <laughs> yeah. So when you're saying empathy, just for the people who, are, who might be really new yeah. to NVC, 
um, you're talking about like leaning into what is it that's behind my thoughts, as you said, what is it that I'm really longing for? So these are our needs. Yeah. Yeah. And so from what what I'm hearing from you is like just by really being present with those different voices and having this sense of um, self-acceptance and love towards all of the facets of who I am. It's not just acceptance, it's like I want to celebrate and really give space to all the facets, all of the voices within me. Then comes this ability to be more present and then comes this like opening up to understanding what's happening in my inner world. For sure. And, you know, that's a that's that's a prime uh, intention. And. Mm -hmm. When the, when the reality of that isn't there, when I'm in conflict with myself or telling myself off, it's, it's difficult to, to accept sometimes. It's yeah. difficult to accept what's going on, but yeah. um, welcome to life. Yeah, I mean, we all do that, don't we? And it's not about, it's not about stopping that from happening, is it? It's not like, oh, from now on, I'm never going to tell myself off. Or from now on, I'm never going to like, bark at my partner or my friends. And I'm never going to say anything bad to them ever or never be violent with my language. It's not about like turning those parts of ourselves off. It's about like, how can I develop an awareness of the thoughts that I'm having, the language that I'm using, how can I slowly, slowly step into this practice of like, ah, being curious about the parts of me who speak sometimes in a way that I really don't enjoy. Yeah. Um, And when you say, when you say that, like what I'm present to in a way is that, you know, for us to be curious for, um, for for that to be a response in a way other than you know we talked about uh, before in some of our conversations about the fight flight and freeze responses mm-hmm. that we so inherently have um, as uh, humans like the curiosity part comes only when we feel safe I think mm-hmm. and for me like um, NVC is in a way creating more safety more safety to to really um, yeah, to express everything, and and that's such a such a tricky road, um, yeah. but it's a road that for me is so worthy of walking. Like to really, um, I don't know, like even in my house, you know, like to be able to say everything. It's uh, it's it's hard, but it's bringing so much more uh, aliveness in the relationships. It's, yeah, yeah, and it's okay to have conflict. Yeah. Even if it's not easy. It's yeah. like you just still you're you're still wanting to really welcome whatever's yeah. there, whatever's alive, whatever's real, whatever's happening for me, for you to have place and to you know, be welcome to be spoken even if it's really tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that leads me to my second question, which is like, what would you say are the challenges that you have met through learning NVC? And like, what have you learned through those challenges as well? Hmm. I mean, for me, I think the challenges are chiefly um, just retraining myself. Like really uh, retraining my reactions and my responses, and and especially when it comes to um, 
when I'm upset or when I'm in conflict with someone, especially I feel like this conflict thing keeps coming back, but mm -hmm. uh, it's like uh, being with intensity, you know, and it's just like this, uh, for me, the challenge often is really to slow down, mm -hmm. to slow down and to, you know, take a breath or whatever and just be like, okay, what is going on here? Yeah. Like what is going on here? before I speak or before I walk away or um, whatever. And it's the, the challenge for me really, this is more of a personal, I mean, everything is a personal challenge, but it's really to, um, to have the courage actually to speak from that space, uh, to really like once I've tuned in uh, to what's going on, yeah, to, to become vulnerable there. And because very often when I'm, you know, speaking with someone and I get triggered, uh, there is pain there. Mm -hmm. And instead of, you know, going into, okay, I'll just do whatever you want or into, uh, oh, never mind. I didn't like, it's not a big deal. Dismissing or whatever. Like I, dismissing myself or just leaning go going the easy way out mm -hmm. basically i'm like the challenge really is to to slow down to find myself and then somehow to bring myself in that moment when i bring myself it's um it's a very very uh sometimes precious and shaky moment for me because it's like um especially if the other person is like, for instance, if I'm interrupting someone because I'm, like, overwhelmed with what they're saying or I can't listen anymore, you know, so just, like, just wait, just wait, just wait, or, like, just, um, like, you're a terrible person for saying something like this or, like, you know, when I make requests. or So those are, like, little something. jackal voices. In yeah, there's, like, all kinds of voices. It's, like, don't do this. Don't do this. And then... When I do, it's such a moment of such, such, such softness because, like, I could get shot down in a moment, mm. in that moment of vulnerability. And it's like, I think the world of um, nonviolent communication, also in the realm of like asking for what I want is or expressing, has brought me to this space where it's not just about the things that I'm requesting, mm -hmm. it's not just about what I want. It's like, um, it's about the connection, actually. Yeah. And I'm always worried, like, wow, maybe this is just too much for the other person. Like, oh, here she goes talking about her feelings again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And sometimes I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so in a way, is it like sometimes there's this question of, you know, well, nonviolent communication is just one strategy that helps mm. me to bring connection. And maybe yeah. in this moment, using it, at least in its classical form, which is the observation, feeling, needs, requests, maybe that doesn't really um, create the connection that I want with the other person. Maybe yeah. there's another way. Maybe I can have the essence of NVC internally, but I might not express in that way with that person because connection is my mm -hmm. absolute goal. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, there's always this, like, uh, not always, but there's sometimes, like, this old idea that there is a conflict between self-expression and connection. That if I actually self-express, the connection will be gone. Yeah. Um, but what I'm learning more and more is, is 
if I am allowing myself to come out, if I am holding that space, then very often it's welcomed by others. And it's kind of about creating this space where, yeah, I exist in the world and I, I can speak what's going on because that is what's going on. And I, so, you know, I want everyone to speak truth um, in ideally in ways that aren't uh, awful for everyone to receive. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. Truth and honesty about our internal lives is so beautiful for me. Like when I hear truth from other people about their feelings and needs, I'm like, wow, like, thank you. Like, thank you. Even when they're like, it, it makes me fall in love with people. Yeah. It's such a gift, isn't it? And it's like also I when you were just saying that it just reminded me of a recent conversation that I had that was really quite difficult. And I, I went into I, I really wanted to just listen to this person with empathy. And it was I knew that the things that they were going to say could be very difficult for me to hear. But I just really, really checked with myself a hundred times. Am I super, super empty? Can I actually hear and not take anything personally and hear it as a beautiful expression of what's really happening in them and they and they surely did express some things that would normally sound like so blame 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 and judgment and I found it really beautiful I was really (laughs) continuously for like a few hours sitting and listening and I was falling more and more in love with this person in front of me and yeah, I have to say, even after so many years of studying NVC, like in a conflict situation, like a real conflict situation, that takes a lot of skill. Like I really need to prepare myself to get to those moments of like, can I fully, fully listen and just like really, really be there all the way through the jackal language, the blame and should and, yeah. and you, you, you that I'm hearing and just stay with what's happening for you what's going on in your world I'm curious it's like building muscle yeah exactly it's like going to the gym you go to the gym and you you know you do your weights to get your muscles looking lovely and strong and you feel strong (laughs) and you can start like you know lifting heavy things (laughs) And you're like, yeah. And it's the same with this. It's like you're you're building this muscle of like um, awareness and mm. compassion and presence and listening, both inwardly and outwardly. Yeah, and safety and fun for me. Like, I mean, whenever when I'm um, with you, uh, actually, like I so all kinds of things about you but it's like it's it's just so easy um it's just like you know when I'm when I'm with Emma I'm like I'm gonna get the shit that's going on I'm not gonna like be fluttering around and talking about things if she doesn't want to be talking about these things and I will tell her otherwise but you know there's there's just this kind of ease of just communication that mm-hmm. that can that can be so refreshing my god like people spend so much time and I've spent so much time in my life mm-hmm. going around and being like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like is the person actually listening like am I listening do I want to be here like what's yeah. going on yeah. and this thing is just like oh clarity you know we know what's going on absolutely it's like so when you said refreshing my heart just was so like oh my god yes I really Every time that I'm around my friends who have 
been studying NVC, even if it's just at the beginning of it. And also not NVC, there's this general sense of like self-awareness and mm. this commitment to curiosity and looking within. It's and honesty. And honesty, absolutely. And it's so about honesty. Then it's mm. such a relief. I suddenly feel like, oh my God, I have permission to be fully me, including the parts that might not be so welcome in other places, or maybe I, I, I tell myself that they're not welcome in other places. But suddenly here, it's like, oh, I can be fully myself and you can be fully you. And if something doesn't work, I trust us. And I have that so much with you. I trust us to find a way that works for everyone. And that's just yeah. like, oh, oh, so nice. <laughs> yeah, I think what you're touching on is also another um, another thing that uh, I love learning from Liv Larson is that it isn't about what he wants or what somebody in the group wants it's always about listening to the group and finding out what works for everyone actually um and finding like spending the time to find that rather than just going to what to do what to do because like our brains are so fixated with like solving quickly it's like we jump over an entire world of emotions and connection mm -hmm. what's actually going on in the room to just get a solution and like, I think, you know, if you look at our world right now, we are um, in such a state of uh, malarkey, partly, I think, because we're not uh, understanding mm -hmm. um, what is going on. We're trying to solve it desperately. And yeah. Yeah. And you're talking specifically now because now we're in the period while we're recording this of COVID-19. Are you talking about mm. just in general in the world? Oh, in general. In general. Yeah. yeah. In general. There is this yeah. state of like, let's fix, let's put the is politics working. Yeah. Like, is the, is, uh, is the school system working? And if not, then what do we do? But it's like, the what do we do is just like, it's like we're so stuck in our patterns that there's no space for novelty to enter. And I do think that novelty enters from a place of, you know, as a researcher, I know that that comes from a place of really understanding what is going on. And then you can have ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And the really understanding what is going on is, is I guess coming from this place of again slowing down and looking yeah. at each person or each oh. situation and yeah. finding the needs like yeah. the needs underneath and being open completely to Absolutely. creativity around finding strategies it's Absolutely. not like I think we're so used to in our culture like I want something to work my way or my yeah. in my favorite way and if it doesn't yeah. happen in my favorite way then I freak out that I'm never going to get that need met ever mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if this will be relevant but what I see very often in organizations and in personal relationships is that we are so caught in this culture of rushing mm. and this culture of you know there is a hierarchy whether that's in family or in companies that somebody had an idea that something was a good thing but they never consulted they never included the rest of reality and so you end up getting caught in getting to places uh, that never meet the needs of the broader system so you're yeah you're 
it's always like fix the next thing and then fix the next thing. It's like we mm -hmm. apply the plaster to the wound and then there's another wound and we apply another plaster and then we never <laughs> get to the point of yeah. of like seeing if the last wound has healed and maybe it's getting That's septic right. back We there. don't burn. Yeah. Because there's no time. And then on the other hand, it's like what's if we want to see the beauty in that in the fix it mode is that like people and human beings are really trying their best with whatever they have in front of them to yeah. really take care of society to take care of themselves there's this real yeah. sense of like wanting to contribute wanting to do something yeah and you know sometimes it can be through what we would label as corruption so it might be like you know oh i want to do this more out of a place of making money for myself but again mm. what's the beautiful need behind that looking for more money it's mm -hmm. self care it's like protection it's safety and security mm. yeah yeah take time to save time yeah <laughs> That's something our teacher, Yoram Mossensen, says quite a lot. It's really yeah. like you can take time in order to save time. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons for me when learning NVC was like I was trying to like hurry towards finding the needs or hurry towards like finding the feelings and the needs or or get to the, you know, request really quickly. But actually... The more I slow down, the more I stay with curiosity, the more I check in with myself and the other person, then it comes naturally and in flow. And mm. then I save time in the long run because then I'm Absolutely. not like this rushing creates more conflict. Yeah, it just keeps going or it keeps going in the same loop yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Like, you know, couples that have the same issue for 10 years or... yeah. Oh, I can really resonate and understand with with <laughs> how that happens. You know, it's like even with this learning of nonviolent communication, it's again, it's it's a strategy and it's not a sure a surety that through learning this, you'll never have conflict again. And again, it's not about getting rid of the conflict at all. It's about how to stay with it, how to keep being curious. Yeah, it's in a way like a like a resilience, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. an openness and a resilience to yeah to uh, and a commitment for me actually to like um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try to stay with it yeah. and like welcome it and see it differently. Yeah, like explore other angles other than what I'm already like so prone to seeing. Yeah, or what I'm used to. Yeah. my favorite story that keeps popping yeah. up and, and has felt quite comfortable until now because it gives yeah. me the opportunity to keep <laughs> seeing things in yeah. this way. But I realize that it just isn't doing me any good. It's not serving life in the way that I want it to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how, how, my, uh, how much more time am I willing to spend in the uncomfortable comfort yeah. <laughs> that I created? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember who said it to me a while ago, but it's like, you know, oh, this jacket, it's really scratchy and rough on my skin, but it makes me look hot. <laughs> and I'm going to keep wearing it because I want to look hot, but I'm walking yeah. around getting all scratched and like, you know, sweating in it. And it's just like, ah, waiting to take it off at the end of the night. So it's like, okay, maybe maybe it's time to get a new jacket. 
Or get a different lining. Yeah, or get a different lining for the same jacket. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I guess I wanted to ask you, um, moving towards the end, we've, we've talked about like your journey through NVC. We've talked about why you got into this method, the challenges that have come up, what's important to you in NVC. And I guess the next thing I'm interested is in like, how has it impacted your life? How, what has changed? What are the major things that you can see are different for you mm. since learning, since beginning to learn and, and until now? I think there's, some, there's two things that come to my mind. One, which is I, I'm just much more honest. Um, well, there's many things. I'm much more honest um, in terms of saying what's going on um or what's not going on uh <laughs> and i'm much more curious um and what i mean by curious is um curious about what's going on and and the other people um and it's given me almost like a uh translation uh mechanism where people say something and it allows me to to go on more to go on more underneath their words mm. and to see what's going on in them and to really listen to the full picture uh, rather than uh, get lost in the words um, and um, and lastly, I think it's given me really like a some kind of a strange setup inside of me where when I'm, when I'm in pain, um, whether that's sadness or anger or some kind of other, sometimes uncomfortable emotion, I, uh, there is, there is this thing that started to come up, which is like, uh, uh, I don't know how to call it, but it's like a voice in me that is a voice of empathy that is trying to, to hold me essentially and it's a voice that's trying to um to understand and to bring comfort and it brings you know it's kind of a voice that's that's essentially it's giving me empathy and it's kind of analyzing what's good for me hmm. and uh, and sometimes it's it's a voice that gets me to make requests for empathy from my friends and my community and sometimes it's a voice that will just be uh, allowing me to to just be with what is. To, mm. to just, um, it's it's a it's a funny internal conversation that happens. Yeah, uh, like there's a voice that's like, "Oh, but I'm like this, and they did this, and, da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, sweetie, what's going on?" <laughs> and then we start this dialogue, and it's kind of like a. I don't know. It's some kind of a inner therapist or inner mediator. Sometimes it's um, it's a nice little system. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the audience, I get to see your face, and I'm imagining um, a little inner version of you that's mm. coming up and that's just wanting to comfort you in a way and yeah to... and especially when you're speaking of comfort like uh, when the voice in me is like carrying a stick, mm -hmm. it kind of just sometimes manages to take this stick of like, 
you should do more or you should be more like this or whatever and just be like sweetie <laughs> are we still doing this yeah <laughs> maybe let's uh, let's sit down for a moment shall we so invite you it's like you invite yourself for a cup of tea yeah have a good chat <laughs> yeah fantastic i love that ah oh. Brilliant. I really love this idea of inviting ourselves for a nice cup of tea in a friendly chat <laughs> to see what's really going on behind yeah. all the stories and the shoulds. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. As uncomfortable as it might be sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even if it's a very uncomfortable cup of tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess my... Uh, last question well my second to last question is like is there any major learning point that like if you could put it in a sentence or two uh, because you know some some of the people listening to this podcast this might be their first or one of their first experiences with nonviolent communication mm-hmm. that might be thinking about whether they want to learn this a bit more or whether they want to go and get Marshall Rosenberg's book or take mm-hmm. a beginner's course so, um, yeah, if you could sum up like one of the main, not one of, like two or three maybe main learning points that you have taken from NVC. I think for me, it's uh, it's really the simplicity of, uh, I think what Yoram called the jobs of a human being. Mm-hmm. And the jobs of the human being is to either engage in self-connection or to express honestly, mm-hmm. or to really fully listen to the other. Mm-hmm. And to, uh, at least when it comes to expression and listening, to not mix the two. Mm-hmm. To really try to, like, I guess that the thing that follows from there is really, um, really learn how to listen. Mm-hmm. Because listening is something that, that is an art actually. And it's an art that, um, that takes practice and it takes patience, Mm -hmm. uh, both when, when I'm listening to myself and to other people. And it's, uh, you know, it has a lot to do with like, um, creating space to listen, which means not having thoughts, for instance, or being able to maneuver my internal, um, landscape, um, as I'm listening to another human being and just trying to, Treat um, treat interactions as a, in some sense, like a meditation, like really to to stay present. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the art of listening, in a sense. Yeah, and when I think of the art of listening, and when I think of like the the inspiration and the hope that I have for uh, for NVC, really, it's like I really um, like when I imagine a world where kids. Um, are taught these kinds of skills where kids are taught how to be with themselves and how to be with others it's like wow imagine the kind of world that we would live in it's crazy I mean you know maybe it's just for me that it works to be listened to and to speak in these kinds of ways I understand that people might have different ways of speaking and different ways of being with others that they enjoy but what a what a nice little skill to have um to to at least give it a chance and i also imagine you know like the art of listening like 
man, like there is so much that I missed out in school because I just didn't listen. I was yeah. so busy with caring about how others perceived me or I was mm. too busy with thinking about other things and I just didn't pay attention. So it's mm -hmm. like, uh, it's a training both in relating, but also in paying attention, like mm -hmm. really pay attention. paying attention to life. Yeah, exactly. Paying attention to life. Yeah. So I guess my last question is, <laughs> and I guess I almost already know your answer to this, but I'm going <laughs> to ask you so that you can answer it for yourself. Would, would you ever go back to before learning NVC? I mean, when I think of it, it's like when I think of earlier in life and like um I feel that it was just so much more lonely mm. you know like really uh whether it's because I didn't know what was going on inside me or because I wasn't speaking it or because I wasn't able to have these um you know when I, when I was younger and before that I always uh kind of enjoyed a lot of kind of um ideas conversations and deep conversations but be like having dialogue about emotions a lot back then but but there was something that just brought so much more connection in the everyday you know and it's just like wow like thank you um, so no I wouldn't go back because that would be more painful and yeah. I'm a human I still try to avoid pain whenever possible because <laughs> you're human yeah uh. Okay, so we're going to do a quick example of the um, NVC process. And I think the main part that we'll stick to for today, because this is really just an introduction to NVC, is translating the judgments and the analysis that we usually use in everyday life into feelings and needs. Well, well, pal, I think that's it for today. Before we go, I just would love for you to share what are your needs met for this discussion? And I'll share mine mm -hmm. because that's a, a practice yeah. of NVC. Sure. Yeah. So what I got out of this is I got to spend time with one of my favorite beings uh, in the world. <laughs> And so this connection with you and also uh, inspiration because it connects me more with, um, yeah, NBC and uh, what I want to study and what I want to create for myself and others. Um, and fun. Yeah. It was fun to kind of swim and uh, play in the different uh, ideas and uh, topics of and we see end of life with you yay thank you oh it's so nice to hear <laughs> that, that, that yeah it's so nice to hear the feedback and to hear what needs it's met for you because uh yeah for me it's it really met my need for connection as ever because like you said you're one of my favorite human beings and I just really enjoy like the flow of conversation so again that's another need it was like so easy to just talk with you about this subject mm -hmm. I almost forgot at moments that I'm recording this for a podcast so that's such a relief 
yeah and it really really met my need for inspiration and that's partly because actually fully because of the fact that the way in which we were in flow and the way in which you were talking and sharing so openly uh really inspired me to like do more of these conversations mm. And yeah. it really met my need for confidence as well in that sense, because before that I was thinking, you know, oh, my God, this is really scary. I'm being recorded and I'm recording myself interviewing. And will I be good enough? You know, there, that, there was that jackal of will it be interesting enough? And like just hearing how engaged I was and I guess both of us were because the conversation went so easily really gave me the confidence to sort of say okay I can do more of these this is yay yeah it's gonna work so I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me today I feel very honored yeah thank you so do I <laughs> thank you pal <laughs> much love beauty much love darling <laughs> I'm curious how the show has been for you and I'm super excited to receive any feedback, any requests you might have or any questions regarding NVC and the topics that we will be covering in our future podcasts. If you are an NVC practitioner and you would enjoy talk, taking part on one of these shows in the future, then please contact me via email at emma.empathart at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook via my practice group page, where you can also find other videos and links, support materials and a space to practice your skills with like-minded people. Heart to Heart Communication NVC Group on Facebook. Or you can check out my website www.empathart.com for more information about past and future workshops as well as one-to-one -one empathy sessions and more. I really appreciate the time that you have taken to listen to this podcast. Thank you for joining me. Mm -hmm.